Hi, and welcome back to Halacha Talk. Tonight we're going to have the much-anticipated men's only shear. So women, thank you so much for listening until now. If you'd like to review one of the previous classes or wait until next class, either way, men, this is only for you. Women, you can turn off the recording now. Tonight we're going to be discussing the halachas of how and when a person is allowed to touch his aver. The Shulchan Aruch says, A person should be careful not to hold on to his member and urinate, meaning only from the crown of his aver until the tip. However, from there, which is the widest part of the head, and down the entire shaft, he is not allowed to hold. Why? Because it is prone to cause a person to get an erection, which will then lead to Sheikh Vazir Lavatala The exception is for a married man, that he would be allowed. However, that even a married man should also be careful, and no one, whether he's married or not, should be holding onto his member from the entire shaft. What does he do then? We had the halacha last time that we said if he is able to find higher ground, if he's in a deserted area where there's no modern bathroom, and if he urinates against a wall, it's going to splash back, or even if he urinates on the floor, it'll splash back. If he's out in the woods, if he's on the side of the road, what does he do? So, we had a couple of pieces of advice then. You could either find higher ground or soft ground, which is plowed and then wouldn't have splashback. The other two pieces of advice are to either sit down when you urinate and that way avoid any splashback. Or the next halacha is, that even someone who is not married, he's allowed to be he's allowed to lift up his aver through raising up his sack, and through raising up his sack, that will raise up his aver, and then he will be able to urinate to a further distance. And this is a practical advice, so that way, instead of holding onto his shaft to urinate, he can either lift up his beitzim, and that'll lift it up, or he can hold on to the atara, as we mentioned earlier. Another piece of advice that the Mishnah Bura brings that is coming, if anybody's interested, this is all coming from the sugya on daf yud gimel, of Meseches Nida. It's fascinating Gemara over there, all about these concepts of how much and when and when not to touch the aver. And over there, it's discussing the concept of a person who holds onto his aver with Beshas Hashtana, that he brings Mabel to the world. So, for those who didn't understand that, if you touch your aver when you urinate, it brings destruction to the world. And in the Gemara over there, it says how horrible it is because it can bring to Sheikh Vazel of Atala, and which it compares to murder of children and it compares to Avodazara and the comparison to Arias is obvious. The big three, it is so horrible. And therefore, we have to be extremely, extremely careful. So we have this advice, holding on to the Atara, raising up from the Beitzim. Another advice is to uh, use a matless Ava, which the Gemara brings. What is the 
thickness of a matlas ava is unclear, so there are those who say it's not such a great idea, using your shirt sleeve is not enough, maybe a towel, maybe a thick sweater, but that is the general rule. We want to be very careful. What else, what are exceptions? We also have if a person is standing at the edge of a cliff and he is afraid that he's going to fall off, or similarly, if he's on top of a roof and there's no maka, there's no fence on the top of the roof, and he's also similarly afraid that he will fall off. So then he's allowed to hold on to the aver, even on the shaft, because there he's so scared that we're not concerned that he's going to come to Sheikh Vazir That's essentially the only exception. One last point is that even though we mentioned that a married person technically is allowed to hold on to his shaft in order to urinate, and we said, that even the married person should not just like an unmarried person that heter to hold on to a shaft is only for urinating and never for any other purpose and kol shikain, how much more so he is usher to rub his shaft for any reason aside from maybe in order to help him to fulfill the mitzvah of Puravu. So with this we should all be zeicha, we should all be very careful in shmir sabris and you know, as I can go on and on and tell you about all the Heliga in Yanam, all the amazing Kedusha that a person can use his Aver for, and how you can connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu properly and reach the highest of heights, and how the bris mila is on the eighth day, and that's Lamailam in a Teva, seven is considered Teva, and eight is the number of Lamailam in a Teva, and how you have to go through a Shabbos in order to understand the concept of what we're here in this world for, and that's why you have to have a Shabbos before you have the bris, and that's why it's always on the eighth day, so that you're for sure going to have a Shabbos before your bris. It's part of the experience because it's, it's machshir, the, the carbon makes a person roy and befitting for a bris before you have a Shabbos. You're not even, you can't experience a bris properly. So if we have a bris, it's not just a matter of having a bris that we once did the bris once upon a time and we were Yoytzezayin and now we're no longer involved in the union of bris mila. No, David Melech once was depressed that he felt that he was in the bathhouse and he had no mitzvahs, and then he realized, no, I have bris mila with me. So it's not like I did a mitzvah of bris mila because he did countless mitzvahs. He also learned Torah before also. But he has the mitzvah of mila with him. No matter where he goes, he's constantly keeping the mitzvah of mila. And that's only if we inculcate in ourselves this concept of shmir sabris, of kedusha sabris, raising up ourselves and our entire essence through the kedusha of bris mila. May we all be zeichef. Okay. Have a wonderful day. You've just listened to another segment of Halacha Talk, a podcast designed with the goal that by clarifying Halacha, we will revive the excitement and vibrancy of living life as a Torah Jew. Today's learning has been sponsored by Nishmas Moshe Ben Leiber Yaakov HaKoyen.